You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello there. Welcome to Club Nintendo level 179. 179. I had to check that right, uh, right here. <laughs> uh, how, uh, full crew is here. Uh, how's it going, Aaron? Uh, it's It's going well. I hear your 3DS has been reborn with, oh, with monsters, has. giving it new yeah. life. Yeah, Monster Hunter 4. It's a great game. Eight, eight bucks, nine bucks? How much is it? Was nine dollars, yeah. Yeah, heck of a deal. I remember, have, uh, um, I remember getting the Japan version for like $70 because I wanted it early. And what a, that was interesting. Was that uh, <laughs> the one on the Wii U? No, the 3DS. Oh, okay. uh, Monster Hunter 4. It came out there first. Oh. Felt like six months. It's crazy. And I played around with it. How's it going, John? What's up, guys? Hey, a lot. A lot of Xenoblade in my life <clears> right now. I thought you finished that. I finished two, and then I finished, starting from a 20-hour save file, I finished one, and I on Saturday I finished X, also from like a 15, 20-hour save file. So I, I've, I've put in a lot of Xenoblade in the past month. Where did all this time come from? I thought uh, you didn't have time. For I, I normally don't have time. This has been an anomaly. I've somehow fit in an ungodly number of playtime as each of these games averages probably over 100 hours each. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, I'm, they're, they're, they're fantastic. And uh, my, my Wii U has been uh, given new life on the Switch's birthday. Um <laughs> I, my, 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 my Xenoblade <laughs> Get X, that thing out of here. My, my Xenoblade X uh, play tie here. I, I'm up to uh, 120. Oh, you're holding it. Why are you really playing my Wii U? <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with you guys? 100, 124 yeah. hours at X so far. Oh, I can't and believe I, it. And I, I got to say, that thing. It's, it's, X is such a good game, though, John. <laughs> I'm not sure how far you got into it, but flying around that world, uh, uh, it's it's... Kind of the Monster Hunter loop gameplay, I would say, and I'm kind of curious to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, well, a lot of it's that a lot of grinding, right? But there, at the end of the game, when you're like, yeah, there, there's some grinding. You just want the better mechs. You want to be able to kill these creatures that even at max level cap, you still can't get because it's more about gear and and X and, uh, and and not even the grinding. Uh, the side quests in X, they really did the side quests and all the affinity quests, like. It's much more of a big part of the game than the other games, so you really want to do the the quests, and you know, they're voice acted a lot of them, and that it's there's there's a lot of content. So um, I'm glad I finished with X because that's the one I want to keep digging into until I, you know, explore everything. X is on Wii U, right? That's it the is. Wii U yeah, that's Wii U one. It's Chronicles X, is what they call it, right? Yeah, Chronicles X. Yep. And I, that's the one rumored to hit Switch next year. Um, uh, why wouldn't it? I mean, it should. Yeah. It's a great game. Uh, but I, I got to say, the dual the dual screen thing is nice. But I, I I'm sure I could live without it. You know, um, but it is nice when you're flying to be able to glance down the map, the big map, and see where you're flying over. You know, it probably would have been nice to play Breath of the Wild with that set with the map always being a. You know, you know, it probably would have. You know, but they couldn't make that version different. That's what I'm doing right now with Wind Waker HD. Oh, oh yeah, the map on the bottom is so good. It's such what a good, hell? yeah. So why all of a sudden am <laughs> I playing all these Wii U games? <laughs> because I just had an urge. I was like, you know what? I haven't played any Zelda games in a while. Like, anything <laughs> new. Wind Waker is and the true Zelda game, Ojo. No, I feel, like it's, yeah. I feel like it's been a while. I mean, even though I just finished, mm. you know, like the DLC on Breath of the Wild, it's still... I don't know. It's been a year since. And Wind Waker is so good. Like, oh, how how's it going back to a a linear uh, Zelda after? That's really weird because they really force you down this path. It's like, (laughs) yeah, you have to go in a like even when you're like um, like sailing for the first time, you have to go like east and then you have to go south. So they like make you go like you know down this one path. Yeah, but that's weird. It, it's interesting with with X though. It, it was like almost a test bed for Breath of the Wild because you can literally swim to the end continent at the very being in the game. There's no thing, nothing stopping you. And the flying is like another level of exploration beyond what Link can do by gliding. 
And so it, it it feels like a sibling. And Monolith, I know, worked on Breath of the Wild. Um, but it's it is it is weird playing on the Wii U again so much. And I I I, I it's kind of nostalgic now. You know, it's been a while. Playing on the <laughs> it Wii doesn't U really did. feel that weird now <laughs> that I've gotten used to the Switch because then whenever I want to go into the other room to like watch TV or something, then I just switch the game onto the. To the controller. I, I haven't played some off-screen oh, TV it's play. Got, it's got off-TV play. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't played off-TV play in the, the X. Not as much. Uh, it is so much more beautiful on the TV. And that's yeah, I was going to say, like, the low-res, the Wii U screen is you so get pa- well, it's, it's weird. Once you start playing a game, you really get it. You, like, you, you get absorbed forget. into it, yeah, right? forget about it. Yeah. But it's supposed to be 720p, right? Isn't no, it? it's 480p. Though. Okay, 480 Okay. <laughs> okay but, yeah, you well. get... You, once you get into a game, I think... You know, of course, it's nicer on the Switch screen. Well, I know. think Wind Waker probably you probably wouldn't be able to tell because it's cell shaded. You know, yeah. Maybe. But I feel like Xenoblade's kind of even kind of jaggedy looking, even on the TV. It is X jaggedy looking. X looks yeah. great. Uh, uh, has, maybe he'd like some anti aliasing. Yeah, there. there's no anti. The textures are a little rough, and uh-huh. I mean, close up stuff is can be rough. But most most of the stuff is actually really good looking. I mean, as a whole, I think the game looks really good. I'm just saying, if you like dig into like, it looks better than Breath of the Wild on the Switch to me. Mm. But that might be fighting words. <laughs> I think that yeah yeah. I mean, Breath of the Wild is Breath of the Wild looks good. great, but there are frame rate issues you run into. I've not run the frame rate issues. Uh, on, the, on... There were frame rate issues, aren't they fixed? Aren't those fixed? I most think of them are. Yeah, if you if you get the motorcycle though, you can wreck some havoc to that frame rate. You can, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, how but anyways, you, how, how's the frame rate in Xenoblade? That thing's got to suffer when you're in battles and stuff, right? I thought it was pretty terrible when I played it. It was uh, <laughs> Xenoblade Two. Yeah, it's only thirty, right? Isn't it locked? To there's 30? there's some moves you could whip out at two that just like annihilate the system. It's like Dude, I was I'm not designed sure. to do this. Some end closing moves in <laughs> Xenoblade Two that just put that system to a halt. <laughs> One of the, the, the one of the final boss the the final boss fight I finally figured out the, the battle mechanic of uh, the orb smashing and uh, I wreaked this like two and a half million damage on this dude and uh, this it was I I wasn't sure if That's my system would blow up it was it was, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah well Digital Foundry does like the resolution you know they like look at the video they you know they check that stuff they were saying it goes down to four. Like 240p sometimes. No, it was it was not noticeable at all during my gameplay, <laughs> except for a couple of moments like that. Come on, Tim. That's You're like a YouTube a video from display. like 2007. Yeah. No, no, I did not notice a 240p <laughs> dip ever. And that was on handheld mode. I don't think it ever goes that. Oh, way. I played and I played most of the game on the TV. To be fair, yeah, but I think Doctor goes down to like 540p or something. But I did not notice. Times. I did not know resolution dips. I noticed like it just going crazy. At, like I don't know. It seems it seems like a pretty wide range of resolutions on that game, but it, it is beautiful when it's when it's students thing, right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Just, but anyways, I've, yeah, I've uh, Xenoblade is now one of my favorite franchises of all time. I am hooked on this this series, uh, and even like playing the Wii game, the graphics you get past them, and it's at moments quite beautiful even today. Um, a lot of those landscapes you're in. Yeah, and uh, good music, right? Uh, amazing, yeah, and good call not uh, doing the 3ds version. Uh, a lot better on the TV, I must say. Yeah, and I bet the audio is less compressed too. Like the 3ds audio is probably. Yeah, and way I was glad more... that the Japanese audio as well. Um, oh yeah, that's. I gotta say, one was the most grindy. Uh, there were moments in the game where you really just had to grind out some levels because, um, you're just getting whooped. Uh, <laughs> And like especially lot, towards the end of the game, not even that far. Especially towards the end of the game, yeah. Uh, and in the levels seem to matter more in the original Xenoblade, where like a single level could like make your character that much more powerful, like in an exponential way. It wasn't a slow, gradual thing. Is like, wow, I'm now really powerful with that one level. Um, and then like X contrary, super easy to level up, and you get max level. Pretty easily. Uh, so with the mechs, there's ways to just like level up rapidly, taking down enemies ten levels higher than you, to just like rapidly get to the cap of sixty for that game. But the thing with that game is, 
you'll still get whipped at level 60 for some p- characters because uh, a lot more about gear, too. So, um, yeah, they're, they're all three very different great games. But, uh, yeah. Can't believe I, I finished the whole trilogy already. <laughs> Can't believe you finished it, like, in one week. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, they're each a week. A week for, yeah, the original week. For, I, you know, I didn't think I'd ever finish those two games, but I felt like... Uh, two, two was that good, guys. It encouraged me to to get back into the other ones. It was that good. And uh, the new game plus came out, so at some point I'll be doing that. Uh, I I should uh, the last thing I'll say for now is I really like in the new game plus in the original Xenoblade. You keep your high leveled character, so I don't have to grind out that again. So I could mainline the story really quickly if I just want to go through and experience the story in a streamlined way, which could be fun. Uh, I think two does that with the levels as well. So, but anyways, um, what you, what have you been playing, uh, John? Uh, I've been playing Night in the Woods, which is awesome. I love it. It's really good. It's not really even a game. It's more of like one of those story games where you're kind of pushing the character along in the story and just kind of going through the text and everything. But if you guys don't know what it is, it's about this cat. Um, okay, cat. Yeah, I was thinking it was like with a fox or cat. No, it's a cat. Uh, uh, she, it's, her name's May. She's coming home from college. She actually dropped out of college. She's coming back to her old hometown and kind of meeting up with all her old friends and kind of exploring the things that have changed in the town and kind of, you know, going through, you know, meeting her family up again. And it's really interesting. It's got um, some adult subtexts in it, some like economic and like, you know, social, uh, the, the, you know, ties into it. So it's really interesting. Does, um, does the, the cat live in, Cat lives at home. Middle, uh, middle America, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's, I forgot the city name, but it lives in the this kind of uh, suburban city-like area. Okay, okay, but it's really good. I mean, the animation's really good. The art's really the story's good. good. Story's really good. It's really well written. I mean, it'd have to be right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really story. The whole thing's story driven. You can jump, but that's honestly like the really the only thing besides talking to people you can do. At least so far that I've run into, I'm okay. probably like halfway through it. And are you long. guided to do certain things? Is uh, there like objectives? There's uh, when you walk by things. There's not really objectives other than to just make sure you're uh, going to the next thing. And they really guide you because they're like, all right, you know, it's time to go to bed now and you'll go up and go to sleep. And the next day it'll, they'll really guide you with these little kind of eyeballs on things you're supposed to walk up to and talk to people. And so far it's been guiding me. I haven't really met a, got to a spot where I felt like, I don't know what to do next or anything like that. Um, but I really like the story. I really like the writing animations really good. Um, yeah, it's it's really awesome. It's pretty short. I'm like halfway through, but I think it's only like ten hours. So okay. And did you play the Kirby demo yet? No, because uh, I just haven't downloaded it yet. Okay, because it's now on the North American eShop. Yeah, uh, I did play uh, the Doom update, the patch. You did. Uh, How's the motion? Uh, motion is good. You're a Splatooner, so this seems, a... should seem natural. It's, it's much more natural. I like it. It's much better than sticks. I'll tell you that. Like it's like it's awesome. Because you'll use sticks still, and then do you, you find adjustments with yes, the exactly. Tip? Yeah, right. you use the sticks for like big moves, and then when you're like just shooting, you kind of use uh, sticks in conjunction with just moving your list, or, you know, a little bit around just to get the yeah. right shots. It's good. So you'll do one Joy-Con in each hand. Oh no, I've been using Pro Control. Pro. Okay. Yep. Because um, that does throw me off a bit trying to figure out what am I moving to what? get the yeah, tilt. I think usually the right. I know in Splatoon the right hand does all the tilt, but yeah, it's still, my brain uh, still is like yeah, it doesn't uh, work very well. No, yeah. Um, resolution seems a, it runs a little bit better. Like I can okay. feel like it's definitely a little a couple frames faster. Um, not that it run bad before, but you can just tell now in high action areas that they've smoothed some stuff out. Yeah, I would say the controls are as like. Everyone online was arguing if it was better than Splatoon or not. I'm not. I'm really used to Splatoon, so it's I think I'm kinda, it's different. I'm really skewed. Um, some people were saying that. I'm just, have, I'm just picturing now uh, Doom World with Splatoon characters where you're painting <laughs> up and painting these characters in eight. Oh gosh, that would be great. I definitely say if you are someone who doesn't like shooters because you find the controls intimidating, um, Doom is really good because it's it's going to help you out a lot. I like so, it a lot. It's amazing to me that so the PlayStation and Xbox, they still have gyros in their controllers, right? Oh, yeah. Know. Definitely. They, yeah. None of the, the platforms use that like well, this. Wait, right? I, I, know, uh, I know PlayStation does. 
because they had six access and they carried that over, right? Will they? I don't think the tilt controls are in the Doom version on PS4. Oh, no. This is no. This is a Switch exclusive. Yeah. Why? I'm I'm just baffled why this is not used across the platforms because it seems like a good thing. I, I honestly think people. Well, I think a lot of Switch owners were requesting it. Is what it, they made it sound like. Yeah, yeah that's but what I'm like. Yeah, I don't know. I think Aaron, it's just do you have a sense audience. on why this isn't mainstream? Like, I, uh, PC people are doing this, I think, modding it to do gyro on controllers, yeah. right? Well, I think it's just a whole different audience. When you have, like, um, you know, people that play, like, Nintendo platforms, you're kind of used to that. And you you want, like, once you, uh, like, experience it, then you want it to be on all games. Yeah. And kind of like PC, you know, like, there's been a lot of her a large community that's been like experimenting with these types of things. And then when you have the right type of controls like VR or something like that, then it works really well. So they're more like acceptable to it. It's just consoles haven't ever had anything like that. So are more PC games trying out gyro controls? Yeah, there's a lot, especially on steam. There's like a hugely like VR uh, community mm-hmm. where you can do like a lot of uh, like workshop stuff. It's pretty cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just baffled why they don't start to use it as an option with the other consoles. It's like honestly, I can't. Can you? I I can't really see a, a Xbox or PlayStation person wanting to use those. Like, yeah, I don't know. In my head, I just feel like they're gonna go. That's you know, I don't need that. Yeah, I, I guess. Know. Are they like yeah. the the whole like move controller era and connect? They're just like they feel like scared of it yeah, now. I'm not scared. They just. I don't know. Did Xbox ever have a gyro controller? Or they just go right to disconnect. Did, I don't, does Xbox ever have a gyro controller? Yeah, I don't think that they do. I still think they don't on the Xbox One. That's insane. That not even for like simple like you know accelerometer like flips yeah. and this, that's insane. Okay, I'm looking at some. You can't even like flip do anything here. with your controller with motion in this day and age. Seems like <laughs> a miss, you know, like a missed opportunity. Like, what if some crazy game came out on PlayStation Four that used the gyro, and then Xbox is totally screwed because they can't do it. Yeah. And now they have this. You know, they could be like a totally huge. Like, you know, what if something like Wii Sports came to PlayStation or something? You know, that manner that used motion, and it's like we could have had this game, but we decided not to put motion in our controller. Something that would have cost us like a dollar, probably. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, here we go. A statement from uh, from Microsoft themselves uh, about the lack of motion in the Xbox One. Mm. We could have added six no, axis well gyro for telemotion, but they're actually not that accurate. We have a oh. lot of history with them, and a lot of experience with them, with the way we have done the 360 steering wheel. We decided to take a different path. What we did, we added IR LEDs to the front of the controller. You can't see them on the front of the actual controller. And in addition to the LED, also have reflective material added inside the device. So since the system knows in space where the controller is, and you are able to bind your profile to the actual controller you're holding your hand. What? The Connect, which it no longer exists. So they messed up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was cool with the Connect. Well, I think existed. the... Like, if you have had experience with it and it's not any good, you would take the time to, yeah. like, improve it. Right. Like Nintendo did. Right. Yep, yep. Because the first Wiimote was not very good. Yeah. No. And, and even think, the Wii Motion Plus wasn't that great. The sit down the table is better. Yeah, but it was, it was like, much kind better. of awkward. Well, that's what, yeah. I think a lot of gamers, like, got turned off and they thought, like, we moved past that when, like, right. in, in fact... Refine it. Yeah, some games, like... Definitely going all in on like the pointer and the whole wand thing was probably too much, but I think having motion in like a normal controller is definitely like the perfect balance between motion and and you know hardcore. So yeah, or you know casual like I could hand this controller over to like a six year old and in Doom if he wanted to be able to play a, around it'd be much easier for him because he's got that option at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. Plus, when you're aiming your bow, it just makes sense. When you're playing like yeah, Zelda. When, yeah, I never yeah. want to play a Zelda without motion aiming. And Skyrim like, has the motion, right? Yeah, like with Wind Waker's bow. Wind Waker's motion aiming with like the hook shot and everything. Like it's yeah, it's just good. Oh, I should mention. Uh, so the Wii U being born again, uh, John. <laughs> uh, I found an external hard drive 
and got the Y splitter. So oh, evidently, you need a Y splitter for that thing because it doesn't output enough power to the port. But yeah. uh, so I thought I had just all sorts of stuff on my Wii U eShop that I could download and fill that thing up with. Yeah. Because I was filling up my Wii U internal really quickly, that 32 gig. And I think I have maybe 100 gigabytes of games that I uh, that I have. Actually sounds like a lot. Uh, <laughs> like but, what? So I was, I was trying to load the Xenoblade X um, add-ons to increase the uh, load time of things. Was there even I, 100 gigabytes worth well, of that? That one's game? about 20 gigs, right? With all Yeah, the... so basically my internal is now entirely dedicated to X with all the... It, it was, I think, about 20, yeah, about 20 gigs. And um, and also the the fun thing with the Wii U is, uh, it'll try to download. It needs to download everything together. So my save data was on the internal uh, Wii U. I didn't want to move it or copy it to the external just because I was worried something might happen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> so to get the X downloads onto the internal, I had to clear off the entire. I'd basically move everything over because uh, there's no way it would fit otherwise. So um, that was a fun project of moving. And then I, I went through my eShop account and downloaded everything I had access to. So uh, I now have downloaded copies of Pikmin and Super Mario Brothers and Wind Waker. And I think I have a, a Wario, WarioWare, I, I, Game Watch or whatever. Game Wario, I don't know. I had that as a free thing. So... And they'll have a backup of all my eShop games that I uh, prize so not <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, do you have the letter on there? I do. I download the letter. That's an exclusive. Yeah. That's exclusive. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, so, Aaron, did, did I share this with you? Uh, I shared it with Chana. I wasn't sure. Um, the Wii U only games in Wikipedia has been updating the list of games that are only on Wii U. So they're removing games. When they're ported to Switch or even 3DS with Yoshi Woolly World. And this list, guys, is just getting really sad really quick. Um, the only, here, I'm going to run down just the first party exclusives still on the, the Wii U. Um, we got Amiibo Tap, Nintendo's Greatest Bits, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, mm. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. That's a good one. We got Dr. Luigi. Um, oh, got, I forgot about Dr. Lee. <laughs> got Game and Wario. Uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, which that one would be hard to port because I think the stylus is actually pretty key. No, there. you could totally do that. It could be a, just a touchscreen game. I think yeah. that I, okay. I think the stylus would be kind of key. I, I played, played with my, I never played with this. I played with my finger when I you did. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, we got the, the Zeldas, the HD Zeldas, those two. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the 2014 Olympic Winter Games. Uh, Mario Party 10. <laughs> we got Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, which I found a copy for 20 bucks of, so that's a now collection. But I don't think that one will get ported because they've got the full version of that game coming to Switch. It's going to die on, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we got the new Super Mario Brothers U and Luigi U. We got Nintendo Land. Got Paper Mario Color Splash, which that's one I think should hit the Switch at some point. We got Pikmin 3. Uh, we got Pokemon Rumble U, Pushmo World, um, original Splatoon, uh, which we, I don't think we need that. <laughs> uh, Star Fox Zero and Star Fox Guard, which that'd be difficult to port with how that game works. You'd have to just change the entire control mechanism. Like you just have yeah. to make it normal. You just have to map the controls to the joysticks. Well, and there's the modes where you go into. The- oh crap! Oh yeah. man! Right, she's. <laughs> And there's 3D World, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, FE. We got the Wii Fit U, Wii Party U, Wii Sports Club, Wonderful 101, and Zemlin Crackles X. So that is that is all that remains of the exclusives. And just a handful, I think, that are really that is worth sad. owning a system for at this point. There's like two games worth owning that system for. Yeah, because now, uh, like, Hyrule Wars is gone, Donkey Kong is gone, um, like a bunch of games. Yoshi Woolly World, which I think the best version is still on Wii U, but there's a lot of games that are just like. Oh, it's no longer exclusive because the Switch is around, and isn't that wonderful? Even with the other couple ones, it's still pretty uh, not good. List. I, I had rosier glasses. Terrible. I thought there were a lot more exclusives than. Even yeah, but there there are yeah. all these little games like Pushmo World and Doctor Luigi, and like 
Nothing, yeah, nothing I agree. You, nothing you show your friend to be like, look at this. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta get this. I mean, Chapel like, Freeze, it was the best Wii U game, I must say. Um, that is now going to be a Switch game. Well, that just makes me think, like, you know, if the Wii U had done, you know, much better, uh, the Switch would have had many more years of being worked on. And imagine what we would have got. Like, maybe it would have had much longer battery life. Would have been able to handle handle uh, much more like intense games, but maybe it was rushed. About? Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe it was rushed. I don't know. I I think they had. I mean, they had five years with it or four years. I don't know. They're prototyping it. Yeah. So of the of those left guys, what what are the five you want to see on Switch? Five? Are there five? Are there five? I, don't, I think there's five. <laughs> I think there's like two or three. Five. I mean, I want the Zelda HDs on the Switch. So that's two off the bat. And I want yeah, X. Yeah, I want Zeldas on the Switch. I want X for sure. Um, I think the Mario shit, the 3D World and the, the Mario U. 3D World good. should come. Like, that's... I'd I play that again. I'd play <laughs> yeah. that again. Um, just because I like the cat suit, that's a really good Mario power up. It doesn't bring everything. And 3D World should everything. come with Treasure Tracker built in, as like, <laughs> right? Mm. That, that should be a bundle. No, I think they should just throw Treasure deluxe Tracker edition. on the eShop for like twenty, thirty bucks, and it, that'd be a great deluxe edition. No, everyone would buy it. Um, maybe I, not. Treasure Tracker, 3D World, <clears throat> um, Paper Mario was pretty good. I didn't finish it. Eh, take it or leave it. I uh, should. But yeah, I'd like a Dr. Mario, so I'd take Dr. Luigi, I guess, but I prefer Dr. Mario, yeah. honestly. But yeah, I'd be, I'll be curious to see at the end of the Switch's life, will every great Wii U game eventually just be on there? No, because I think you're right about Star Fox. Um, and yeah. Even, and even though they could make Canvas Curse work, they probably won't just because. Mm-hmm. They've already moved on to new Kirby's and and, and Wonderful One Hundred and One. I would say is <laughs> I can see you, that getting ported. You could the, the I did the, I did enjoy drawing on it, but you can do that with joysticks. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that could totally come. Yeah, no, like that, that, that could like it probably wouldn't probably sell more than the Wii U. I wouldn't say it's going to like you know get like crazy gangbuster sales, but it probably find a lot of people who would like it. Control wise, Pikmin Three would be tough. I would say. <laughs> Because that this, I think the 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 stylus control is the way to do it. Yeah, and I don't think that works as well with the finger. Well, you can shoot the maybe the Joy-Con could act. They're pretty good at. Pointing. You could do a Joy-Con control. Yeah, um, they're pretty good at pointing. So, um, one thing I didn't list because of uh, it not being a Nintendo game, but Armillo is an exclusive to Wii U, and I loved that game. I loved that game too. That game was was that was like an iOS game though. That was yeah. Like, I don't know. That game had a lot of charm it to fun. it. There yeah. was that one cube game I played a lot on Wii U. What was that called? I don't even remember. Stacked. No, cube. Some, I don't know. It was like a puzzle game. <laughs> yeah, there's but there's there's 40 games that live only on the Wii U right now. Just 40. Yep. Did, I, I think we're done with fitness games for, from Nintendo for a while. Yeah. No switch. Yeah, but not the quality of life stuff. <laughs> yeah, they worry about the quality of their uh, bottom line. I think so. They <laughs> <laughs> they moved off of it. Uh, but yeah, at some point we should we should definitely do a full out uh, retrospective. We we started to I think we did, did we, uh, we did we one year I think we did the first year. Mm. Yeah. But in, uh, with that, we should move to the switches first year. I should say. Yeah, you remember when we first heard about the Switch? I was watching like a YouTube video about this just yesterday, and it made me think about uh, when there were a lot of people who were just saying, "Like, I can't believe Nintendo's doing this." Like after the failure of the Wii U, now you're (laughs) doing this craziness. Yeah, like yeah, Yeah. we weren't sure if it would be a success. Oh no, were we? No, we're like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all thought it was cool, but we were also skeptical. They were, you know. I remember us talking about uh, being concerned about it actually being able to switch to the game that fast. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like that. That's yeah. got to be fake, right? Yeah. 
I was worried it would just get like really hot and just overheat and like yeah. not not work. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> it would just not work very well. And and the the Joy Cons, the the really tiny, will those work at all? And yeah, I was yeah. like, how did they get like a Wemo down to that size? It had the buttons <laughs> so tiny. There's no D pad. Yeah. It wasn't. No it wasn't yeah, no D pad. It wasn't until like that presentation they did in January where I started to like have faith in the, at least the Joy-Con. Like the Joy-Con at first, I was like, mm, I don't know. Um, then when they showed us like the, the the rumble and everything inside them, I started, you know, and the the that they were actually they did have motion controls in them and everything. I started having a little bit more faith. The the hardware quality was the biggest surprise for me. Just how well they built this thing. Yeah, I remember opening it up the first time and feeling it. I was very surprised. Yeah, at the, especially the compared to the Wii U gamepad. It's, it's I have them both out now. It's like Fisher it's, Price, it's, man. It's like a quantum leap in like uh, what it is. Yeah, mind boggling. Yeah, and I love and it's cheaper. It was cheaper. Yeah, it was three fifty versus three for the deluxe. Yeah, thirty two gig. Yeah. Oh gosh. Which was a crazy price. It did for come with the game though, guys. Nintendo Land. So you know that's game why they did bundle <laughs> But yeah. Um, so the the first month of we we of course got Breath of the Wild. It's a great launch game, and our life has changed forever with Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That I mean, can, can there be a better launch game? Like, do you, do you guys think the system would have sold as well if it didn't have Breath of the Wild? I think the concept clipped with people, but that was the only big real game, right? The concept clipped, but did the concept clip with people a game. because of Zelda? Yeah, like, would it not have clicked with them if they didn't have a game that they could? Well, you needed a everywhere? game to sell with it. It could have been a different game. I mean, what if it was like another two D Mario, like this, like the Wii U launched with? What if it was Mario Kart? Would have not as been as great, but Mario Kart could have launched. Would have done. Would have done okay. Yeah, yeah. New audience or new people, and the Nintendo people already owned the Wii U would be disappointed, but they'd buy it. (laughs) Um, yeah. No, it was a perfect launch title. Um, perfect launch title for the Switch, and then they just kept on rolling. Every like six weeks, we got another big game. So like Mario Kart rolled out after that. In May or in April, uh, we got Minecraft, um, Arms, Arms, then Splatoon two, then we got this crazy Kingdom Battle Rabbids game, and oh, the yeah. Indies took over that year. Like, ev- like there's over three hundred games, I think, in the eShop within its first year. <laughs> How many crazy. does the, the Wii U have? Like ten? <sighs> uh, you know, they probably had a hundred or so. I don't know. I remember. People on the internet were just—I guess a lot of Wii U or Nintendo fans were just going like, "The no, you know." Even the when the they were just announcing the Switch's lineup, they were like, "The no, no, no." The Wii U, the Wii U's first year is still better. It still had a better year. I'm like, it just there's no way. There's no way it had a better year. This, this is the best with Zelda and, this and the, Mario. Yeah, Kart. this is the best first party year of anybody. Zelda, yeah. Mario. Well, let's leave out the ports. So Zelda. Arms, Splatoon 2, Mario Odyssey, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Am I missing any first party ones? I mean, you had Rabbids, that's like second party. Um, No, I mean, Mario and Zelda were enough. That's all they really probably needed. Yeah. True. Like, I am still shocked at how well Mario sold. Like, I was not expecting that. It's a 50% attach rate, right? Yeah, like, that's crazy. Of the four. Of the 15 million consoles, half pe- half people own it. It's nuts. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot of copies. And 3D Mario's actually don't like that's a lot of copies. That's way more than Galaxy ever sold. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, so remember at the beginning of the year, Zelda's attach rate was over. It was more than the console had sold. Yeah, more it was like 2.76 yeah. million, and the console sold 2.74 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bonkers. You were <laughs> buying either like a digital and a deluxe or something, or they were buying it in anticipation of being able to get a Switch because the supply for most of the year was heavily constrained. And which is amazing that they did so it was so well. It was the fastest selling console in North America ever. 
It was yeah. constrained, but they kept popping up all the time. It wasn't like they were constrained in – it was like a – you know, three months before you ever saw one, it was like they're constrained, but every other day they were popping up on Best Buy or Amazon for 30 minutes or so. But the the, the PS4, that first year, it wasn't constrained, was it? Do you remember, Aaron? I don't remember, but I don't think it was because I didn't have an issue ever getting mine. Yeah, so, I mean, having the constraint, they they sold everyone they could, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. Yeah, uh, the Wii U a little bit different. They, they probably they probably overproduce those things, and that's part of the reason we never got a redesign or whatnot. Because you could you could have hypothetically redesigned it to be built even cheaper and lower cost, but that never happened. Are you talking about the Wii U? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they overbuilt and they like had like. <laughs> They never sold all the ones they even like originally yeah. planned. It was just bad yeah. from the get go. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a uh, on its birthday. There's a weird bug where uh, I've only played Zelda two days now because uh, there's a weird glitch that uh, will after the year mark of a title, it'll just think you are a brand new Switch owner again. So. Awesome. Yep. It's sad. But that this can be fixed in the patch, I hear. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's it's gonna be wrong. I know. It. <laughs> yeah, someone's I'm gonna, 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 someone's gonna lose like two hours or something, and now <laughs> all of our gameplay data so, is off. And I really want the 3ds activity tracker on my Switch. Let's go on that Nintendo. That should be a priority. Yeah, the activity Why tracker is that not there from the 3ds. Yeah, that's the best activity tracker they've done. The 3ds one. No, I thought the Wii U one was the best. No, you had the to find a game's playtime. You had to go back in your calendar. That's to see when you played it. It wasn't yeah. like a list like the 3ds was. Yeah, but when you got to it, it shows you like day by day, like a graph of how much. Oh, I know that graph's great, but I, I guess I guess merge the two because they both had great parts. Uh, so one thing I want to do is, what's the biggest game installed on your Switch, and also what's the most play time uh, for your Switch in this first year? Ooh, I can see. I can guess for John on the play time pretty easily with it being Splatoon two. Yeah. I don't know how many hours that is. Uh, uh, probably 500 over, hours? What definitely over 500. Probably over like 510 now. It's oh, not that you're saying like biggest game, like both, space. Both. So uh, hard drive space and then... Uh, space. Let's All see. right. For me, it's uh, it looks like Zelda is the biggest with 15.6. Okay. But next is Skyrim, 14.5. And beyond that, they're all... Like there's a huge gap because then Mario Kart, 6.8. So, as far as time played, I know it's Zelda. Yeah, but you know, I well, lost Zelda got time. surpassed by me recently, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Xenoblade. Yeah, I'm at 185 hours in Xenoblade compared to my Zelda's two days ago. <laughs> no, but Zelda was around 165, so about 20 hours more in Xenoblade too. Um, yep. Uh, my biggest biggest game uh, is Bayonetta, the first one. Oh, the first one. Do you, have, you have the second one installed? The, eight, the second uh, one's smaller? Second one is on a cartridge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's 8.5 gigs, which is pretty big. And the next biggest one is Doom at 8 gigs. Oh, oh, interesting. Cause, okay, so you have a cart of Doom and then like a download add-on? The download, I think, is the multiplayer. Cause, yeah, because I have a digital version of Doom. It's 21.7 gigs for me. Yeah, mine's just the multiplayer. Part. Okay, so my biggest game... Is L.A. Noir at twenty seven point four gigs? Oh my god! <laughs> and NBA two K eighteen is twenty six point six gigs. So those are my. Whoa, that's even more insulting. How can an NBA game where there <laughs> there's like what ten arenas? How is that? You what know, it's, it's the all game? the HDs, all the music. I don't know. It's yeah. So uh, that's insan- That's insanity that a basketball game can take up that much space. So about two hundred gigs, and then a game like Ma- Zelda and Mario, who have twice as many assets. Like that yeah, just makes that oh just yeah. Make so the most baffling thing as far as storage space, uh, Kirby. I downloaded that. It's preloaded into my system, and that game is two point eight gigabytes, and it's it's beautiful. It is a beautiful game. Um, yeah. Is that that's the demo? That's the full game. I, I pre-purchased it, and you can uh, download it already. That seems totally reasonable. Yeah. 
ARMS is 3.1 gigabytes. Like Nintendo, they're pretty good at optimizing. Yeah. Rocket League is 6.8. Yeah, the demo is 823 megabytes, to give you an idea. Fre- I mean, freaking Snake Pass is 4.2 gigs. Yeah. So, one thing I heard from some people is uh, the problem of the save data thing. So, you can only save stuff internally. And evidently, there is a game that'll take up about five gigabytes for their save data. I forget which game this is. Five gigs for save data? Yeah. Um, I I forget which game it is, though. There is, but like some people, they have enough save data where they're just like, they're, they're not having room. <laughs> um, that's that's, that's And eventually, this will be a problem. Uh, eventually, we'll... Uh, you could have a system with 32 gigabytes full up of just save data. Eventually. Oh, my save data for uh, Splatoon is 1.3 gigs. Apparently. Right? I mean, so... <laughs> but, like, <laughs> which is... Yeah, I mean, let me look at... Uh, let's see, Zelda... How do you tell which is save data versus... So if you go to, like, delete save data is where you can actually see the size of each of your save data. And I'm looking at oh, mine, and it looks like Zelda is the biggest. Oh, no. I have Stardew Valley, but they're at 64 and 64.5 megabytes. That's it. That's not that big. Because I still have 25.2 gigs free on my like, internal storage. Okay, so let me go through so that big save. <laughs> 64 for Skyrim, 128 megs for Zelda, um, 75 megs for NBA 2K18, Mario Kart Deluxe, 217 megs. Rocket League's pretty big. Uh, Stardew Valley is decently sized. Um, but yeah, no no 5 gig game I, that I see in mine. Um, yeah. Oh, 2 gigs. Minecraft, 2 gigs. I'm guessing Minecraft is the one that could get really problematic. Because I haven't played so, that much of that. I think that one can grow pretty big. I think the reason for that is because Minecraft, as it procedurally like generates things, it is you know saving that. As <laughs> right. Yeah. All of yeah, that. I think if you get really into Minecraft, that could be a problem on your Switch, uh, is yep. my guess. Yep. So, yeah. Do we think this, this online save thing is going to happen? Or something? <clears throat> it's got to. Yeah. <laughs> when this online system rolls out. I think it will. Doesn't everyone else have it by now? Like, does yeah, everyone has yeah. it. Yes, they do. <laughs> and they've yeah, had it for a long time. It's got to happen, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't happen, people will probably flip. I mean, it's. I mean, if they're charging us. That has to be a part of it, right? I mean, that seems crazy. You would think. You would think. But Nintendo does Nintendo. That's true. Aaron, did you play the Kirby demo yet? No, I have it downloaded. You do? Okay. Uh... How how enthused is everyone in on day one with Kirby? What, what yeah. are you guys? Yeah, uh, I don't know about day one, but definitely day soon after one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's two weeks. It's a Friday, sixteenth, I think. Uh, wait, wasn't it the the sixteenth? I was thinking the nineteenth. Let's see. Let's pull up this calendar here. Yeah, it's the sixteenth. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's coming up. I'm excited. Yeah, the demo is super good. The two pretty knee levels, and the, the I didn't really watch a ton of footage on it before um, playing the demo. And this whole mechanic of teaming up with your enemies, I, I'm really digging uh, what they've shown so far in the demo. Uh, it basically feels like you're playing a multiplayer game by yourself, which is a cool kind of feeling. I don't know, and the and the the the, the combining of powers. So you'll inhale somebody and have your power, and then you can team up and have like a fire sword uh, by like high fiving with uh, another power, and uh, they're, they're, yeah, some cool ideas so far I've seen, and uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing this full game. This is John. If you um, don't re- recall on the Wii U, we actually never got. Outside of Rainbow Curse, we never got a like a real Kirby game. I'd say it's been all in the 3ds. Um, this is the first H- first HD Kirby game. I'd say. Uh, I mean, Canvas Curse was in HD, right? It was on the gamepad though, <clears throat> but it was on the TV too. Yeah, I mean, this 
<laughs> it was kind of an offshoot. And this is the first like mainline Kirby, first HD mainline Kirby, I'd say, right? Okay, sure, yeah. Because uh, it's it's a spiritual successor to Triple Deluxe, Robobot, um, Dreamland, Dolphin. Because the one for Wii on Dolphin looks great. What, uh, Epic Yarn or the the um, second one? The, the second one. What's that? No one played. Yeah. No one played that. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I thought that was really well received. Well, it was well received, but everyone has, was done with the Wii. Yeah, by the it's time like the it Wii out. was oh, dead. It was a late. Out. It was a late Wii game. <laughs> so late, yeah. Yeah. It so it, it, one comment I've heard is it's so weird that Kirby is like at the beginning of the life cycle instead of the end. With the, yeah, it's usually at the end. Like ever since uh, like the NES. <laughs> Even the NES, yeah. The <laughs> NES uh, Kirby was one of the last games. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I love Triple Deluxe, and I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, the the graphics, I think, look really good on it. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's stellar. Um, it's thirty frames a second, which Aaron will not like, but uh, I don't, don't notice like any. It's a big issue. I don't notice this <laughs> as a thing. Well, apparently, there's a lot of there's a lot going on, right? There's a lot on screen. There, there is. Yeah, you got you got you have, you have your four characters that you're playing with, so. And then all the enemies and stuff, yeah. I wish if you were playing one player, like I might be most of the time, there was like a 60 frames option. But even that, John, uh, you're teaming up with enemies. So they're like, you're forming a team of the oh, allies oh, that oh, fight with you. So oh. it feels like a multiplayer game even when you're mm, by yourself. Even when you're by yourself. Okay. It's a cool feeling, actually. I don't know. I kind of, I like, I dug what it was doing with that. Um, and there's some puzzles where you'll actually need a couple characters with you. I think it'll be pretty cool because one of the things that I always have an issue with Kirby is that sometimes you feel really limited in what you can do because you might have not picked up the right item back, you know, previously in like the level. But it seems like with this, you'll be able to combine things or, you know, pick up someone and then carry them along the way that will help out. So, yeah, they definitely do. And the the demo levels, they gave you a lot of different powers and they would respawn enemies to make sure you could get back to those powers if you needed them. Yeah. And you collect puzzle pieces in this game, so kind of like the the three pass, but in Kirby this time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the collectible that you have this time around. And uh, thankfully on the Switch, you can play the demo as many times as you want. So if you just want to play those levels over and over again to get sick of them, go right ahead. Um, I'll probably play the demo a little bit closer to when it comes out. Yeah, cool. Um, anything, anything, anything else of, of note? Uh, Air and Monster Hunter. What's what's Monster Hunter is great. Yeah, so <laughs> tell me about. So, so uh, it's probably the what's the gameplay loop you're doing now? Is there story or what? What's so basically your, right when you jump in, you're basically doing the thing from the start all the way to the, the end of the game. From what I understand, there's not really a strong story, but there is a little bit one. Um, but I haven't even really gotten too far into it. But basically the whole uh, loop of this game is that you're just grinding for gear. So you go accept the quest, which will be, for example, go uh, kill this monster. And yeah. then there's also a sub quest in it. So maybe you're into the fight and you only have a limited amount of time. So you might only have like, Oh, that's minutes. right. Yeah. And then you go in and then you're like searching for the monster and you find it, and then you gotta like like decide how you're gonna beat this thing because it's gonna be a challenge. It's basically like a boss fight over and over again uh, with all these different bosses. And uh, you might set down traps, um, maybe lay out some poison meat or something to help you out. And then you go into the fight, and you have basically twelve weapon sets to choose from. And each of the weapons are completely different from from the other, so you kind of have to master you know, whichever one you want to use. And then you just uh, kill the monster and you get its loot. Then you find loot along like the level as well as you're trying to find the monster. And then you, uh, use that loot to, uh, turn it into like weapons and, uh, like armor. And then you go out and fight another monster. Yeah. That sounds a lot like <laughs> the end game of Xenoblade X. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's such a addictive loop. Like I'm upgrading, yeah. and, and in X you're upgrading weapon shops and makers, and you're upgrading your mech, and you're upgrading your own body armor, and uh, you're yeah, and there's a and the quests, there's a lot of different quests. Like it, it's 
it seems very similar, and it's it's kind of interesting um, viewing in the four as Monster Hunter World has become such the phenomenon that it has. Yeah, because I've been waiting for Monster Hunter World to come to PC. They haven't announced a release date yet, so it's evidently the best selling Capcom game ever, which is a huge thing because like Mega Man was a Capcom game, and like some other big titles, right? <laughs> yeah, seven point nine million copies already. It's, wow, really? It's crazy. Yeah. It's like Pokemon numbers. Yeah, it's huge. It launched in January, and it's like, yeah. It's they also have uh, like Monster Hunter Generations, which is the one right after 4 on 3DS, is on sale for $15.99. Yeah. I decided to go for 4 after watching some like reviews because uh, basically, from what I saw, there wasn't a lot added into uh, like Generations besides mm-hmm. making the menus look more childlike. <laughs> and so yeah four is a heck of a game uh yeah i mean i guess world streamlined a lot of what people didn't like about it um but yeah how how is life how is the 3ds like i'm playing on the wii u more it's like i, I it's like you kind of forget how 3ds doesn't feel as much of a as a throwback as the wii u does because <laughs> Um, when the Wii U was letting us all down, we were still playing the 3DS. True, <laughs> it's true. And so if it it doesn't feel as old still, so and a lot of people are still buying the 3DS. Yeah. Like people are not still <laughs> buying Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can buy a Wii U. Joe. No, I was looking them up, and you can buy them from like you know some other people are selling them online for like five hundred and six hundred dollars. What? What? For like the original like sealed like thirty two gig uh, like deluxe set. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. It probably will be a pretty valuable console. I mean, given the numbers in the you know in the yeah. future, eight hundred sixty four dollars. Buy now the Super Mario three D World uh, Black Bundle. Wow! Really. Yeah, I have a couple empty Wii U boxes that might be even worth it. <laughs> yeah, I've that got my Zelda Wind Waker gamepad I bought. Remember? Oh, that thing's probably actually worth a lot. Uh, I should have bought that. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I really too. like that gamepad. I didn't not use it a ton. I mean, the pre-owned ones are not going as high. I mean, yeah. I can get the Wii U uh, Wind Waker bundle for one fifty. Um, wow, that's true. If you have a new Wii U out there, though, hold on to it. Cause... Yeah, the new ones, man. <laughs> yeah, once the screens die on these things, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about that too. I've been like, playing what, Zelda. You think the screen? How long do screens last? They die out. LCDs. I mean, I mean, you could have like dead pixels mm, or anything could happen. Yeah. On I mean, that's why I got my backup gamepad. And the touch screen. The more I'm more worried about the touch screen stop working and stuff like it's that. True. Or like, what if one of your sticks stops? Like, or you know, goes bad. I think Nintendo would service the gamepad. They might. Actually, yeah, probably for a little while. Yeah, I mean, I got um, my backup gamepad, so I, I can just whip at that one. You know, I'd worry too. That, well, eventually the batteries are just going to be. Well, you just plug it in. You plug it in the power. Plug it in. Yeah, no you have deal. to always plug it in. Yeah, that's, that's no big deal. I mean, the switch will be that way too, <laughs> but you get the dock at least. So that yeah, one. yeah. I mean, it's I I, I play plugged in quite a bit uh, even now. It's like, no, I mean, I played a ton plugged in. Uh, still, we gotta do. I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had, the, to. I had the extended battery, but it helped a lot. Like, that extended battery was totally worth it. I oh, yeah. Great. I mean, yeah, the battery charger probably... here for the Wii U. Whenever I, like, walk around my house with, like, the gamepad, I carry this with me because there's no point. It's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you have to turn the brightness all the way up because the display is not that great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is the controller is so big and the battery is so tiny inside it's like you had all this room you put the tiniest battery like possible yeah it's a, it's it's pretty big yeah it's huge remember guys they put a camera on the front i forgot there was it had a sensor <laughs> bar too on the a, front. a tripod mount thing on the back oh oh guys story story time story time so when i was uh what era to hear this one this is a good story uh, we'll, I'll wait for Aaron for this one. It's <laughs> it's it's a it's it's pretty uh, amazing what I had to do to get into Xenoblade um, every every single time. Uh, uh, g- looking into next year, John, what what game are you looking forward to or want to see announced? Uh, I want to see Animal Crossing announced. 
Oh my gosh. I know a lot of people are going to say What a time. But I can't I imagine the amount of hours that game will. That, that'll probably surpass yeah. Xenoblade 2, maybe. Yeah, maybe. it will. Yeah, easily. I mean, I spent a well over 300 in uh, New Yeah. Games. So having it on a better like system with a better screen oh, gosh. and one that I can put any, you know, on any TV. That won't that won't surpass uh, Splatoon for you, but that'll no. be. I don't even there. know if that's possible at this point, but no, that's that's your hours. I mean, it's possible, but it's just you think you'll it's you'll hit likely. a thousand hours? In well, I hit a, I hit a thousand hours in the first Splatoon, <laughs> so I and I'm already moving at a much faster pace. <laughs> so yeah. So so story time, Aaron. Uh, yes. Every so. For whatever reason, to get to the Wii mode on your Wii U, you need a sensor bar. Yeah. And my sensor bar is in storage. And I, I even try, I tried to do the, the Wii U gamepad thing as a sensor bar. That, that was not working. So every time I wanted to play Z-Lake Chronicles, I, had, I lit up uh, two candles to just get into the Wii mode. as like some kind of secret entry door. Of, let me light up my candles. Uh, yeah. To get into the mode, and it was just such a weird thing. To, like, you can also do some lamps, like if you have smaller lamps. Oh, uh, did not so did like not lamps. Some light bulbs, yeah. But I, I just thought it was such a uh, bizarre thing. Like light up a candle so I get in the Wii mode. Yeah, um, I remember doing that when I was <laughs> in college. Uh, so I didn't have a Wii, but my friend had a Wii, and we were playing a uh, Twilight Princess, and like. Uh, yeah, I remember one time something happened where we didn't have the sensor bar. I think he left it at his parents' house, so we had to light up candles. And <laughs> so <the> bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's like look at these last yeah. candles. Get this working. It's 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 even it's so bizarre too that you need the sensor bar it, to click. You basically click TV or TV and gamepad are your options on the Wii U screen, yeah. and the D-pad and buttons don't work for that. They want they force you to point. Because you're on the Wii mode, so of course you need to point. You have to point, yeah. But yeah. the Wii interface works with the joystick, yeah. as does a lot of the games, such as Xenoblade. Uh, baffling. Baffling. It's really weird. Uh, that I Wii re- emulator yeah. was garbage was on the Wii. Time. I, really, I really wish the gamepad buttons worked when you get in the Wii mode. That would have been so nice to be able to yeah. play Xenoblade Chronicles with that, but no, they never, they never finished that project. It's just, you know, halfway done. <laughs> uh, and remember the, the Wii U had the TV mode? That was some, some, TV. some the yeah. TV. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> that was oh, a decent gosh. idea. It was. Uh, I mean, I mean it makes it. sense you had the, the thing right there in front of your TV. So. But you can control your TV with it, like the remote. That's yeah, that's the IR. That yeah. feature, oh my God, I use yeah. that. Yeah, great remote control, right? I even controlled my Apple TV with that controller. Sometimes I still use that. Like if I'm sitting here and I don't know where the remote is, and grab the <laughs> Wii and you can just change the volume or something. Yeah. Uh, so, my, so my Xbox has been given new life recently. As uh, I'm not sure, Did I mention this on the show? Uh, it's now an over-the-air antenna box. No, but you're just using it for like the guide. Uh, well, so you there's an official thing you can plug an antenna into it, and it's got the guide. But it also, I was doing the Oscars last night. You can use the Xbox app to stream live TV to your iPad. Hmm. So I was doing that last night, which worked really well. So it's kind of like a TiVo now. A little bit. You can't record anything though. That, that functionality is not well. there. But you, the live stuff, so like Oscars stuff, you want to watch live. Uh, that's it's. I, I don't play games with the Xbox anymore, but it's there on my TV. <laughs> and you, yeah, get, and it, you know, it at least has it. At least serves a purpose now. And uh, so you're wasting all that power just to watch over the air TV. Yeah, you're yeah. paying a lot of like, <laughs> your electric bill is pretty high for that thing. Uh, do you have the so. uh, controller, like the remote control for it? I like do, that? yeah. yeah so that's and yeah. and the Xbox and preferences. You can have it just boot right into the TV and not even show you the Xbox interface. So, like, hmm. which is brilliant cause, uh, with their design goal of having non gamers want to just use this for TV stuff. Yeah, that really worked out. You know, yeah. they they gave up on their ambitions. It's very yep. sad. Very sad. Their ambitions also were to make you connect every twenty four hours. 
to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the original, like, they, they should have pitched the original concept better because the whole idea of what they wanted to do could have been actually pretty great and different from what uh, PlayStation did. It's not, I mean, it's not really, they wanted it to be like the entertainment, everything, right? Yeah. And well, I mean, also yeah. the game thing, the game sharing mechanism would have been. Right? Am I remember this right? Where you'd have more rights to your digital games, or you'd have friends yeah, so share you, games. You would have been able to share games. Yeah, that was their original intention. Yeah, but, what happened to that? Why? Why that never? Because well, the internet think, uh, yeah, got angry because of the internet some of the rules yeah. that they had about that. Is that you know to make sure that you actually own the game, you had to connect, and people didn't like that. So yeah, I didn't like it, but. I also would like to share my games. Maybe find like a medium between the two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most people's Xboxes are already always hooked up, though, right? So, yeah, and it'll yeah, complain are. at you if you have an update because it won't work with yeah, the online sure. services. So it's like, uh, hmm. what's the point? What's the point? Uh, so, any any other final words here for this episode? Um, I also picked up um, like this game. Uh, what's it called Owlboy? Oh, Owlboy! Oh, Owlboy. Yeah, I heard I good things about uh, Switch. I mean, yeah, and it's pretty fun. It's um, I think the best way to describe it is that it's like a platformer that is also a dual stick shooter. <laughs> and so <laughs> you you're this owl and you like run around and you only have like. You can only like dash and roll and stuff like that, but you can pick up people that have weapons. Like there's this guy who has a gun, and so then you use the right stick to aim his gun, the left stick to fly around, and then you use the trigger to shoot. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I heard a lot about this game. A lot of people really like it who've played yeah. it because it's on Steam, I think too. Yeah, and that's where I was going to get it originally, but then when I heard it was coming out on Switch, I waited, and then I saw it one day, and I picked it up. But I've only played, like, an hour of it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, Knots launches tomorrow, I think. What, the battle one? Yeah. I haven't looked much into it, but uh, Scribblenauts, I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, Outlast is coming to Switch pretty soon. Thirty bucks. Uh, yeah, the LS2. shop has a lot of games coming in March. It looks like. Oh, this is interesting. Um, I'm now seeing on so LS2. It says eligible for up to 150 plus gold coins. So they're now telling you how many coins you'll get when you buy a game. Oh, that seems fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. For yeah. Um, is it for every game? That's doing that? Yeah. So at some point, I'd imagine in March they said they'd be rolling out the uh, the new feature, right? Of getting discounts, I guess. The rewards, games. yeah. Which which makes me hope that Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze will be a part of that at some point. Too new. So I'm looking at um, like Attack on Titan 2. It says eligible up to 300 gold coins. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, what is it? Ten? It's five percent back. Is I think the percentage. So, like five percent of the purchase gets you that amount in discounts, I guess. Um, yeah, like payday two, two hundred fifty. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a straight five percent or if it's variable. It might be a little bit variable. Uh, something I, I I when I was playing with the Wii U. Struck me the Wii U eShop music is extremely energetic right now. I'm not it sure is. You yeah. watched it recently, yeah. It's like super energetic. <laughs> it's like I'm still alive, guys. Come on, play with me. Uh, is it? Uh, uh, did it change? Yeah, they change it. They every change once it seasonally. I vaguely, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and with X. Oh my gosh, the online stuff. So the me versus dead guys. It just doesn't work. Well, so there's like. It'll randomly connect to some online stuff in, in X, but uh, a big part of the game was online stuff, and that's no longer there for a lot of it. So uh, that's a disappointment. Um, yeah, that sucks. So when it comes to Switch, I'll be able to play that really the heart of the game if I want to get back into it. 
I may be burned out of the original X at that point. But, uh, but yeah, okay. Um, anything else um, before we wrap it up? Uh, that's it. Okay, you good, John? Yeah, I think so. Cool. This is a, a fun episode. Uh, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of fun. <laughs> fun things. Me, me and Aaron playing the Wii U again. Uh, yeah, so weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what game I'd even play if I turned it on. <laughs> I, think I want to play some Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, X. yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, you should go back into that. How far did you get in that, anyways? Not far. Did you get your mech? Uh, I don't even think I did. No, I wow. just I, okay. It's a lot of game, man. It like, is a lot of game. It's a big commitment. It is. So it's addictive, though. It's it's a good one. That in the original. I, I wow, uh, the, the story in the Chronicle games are just insane. They're just they're just bonkers. You got, you should play them at some point. Yeah. Uh, One yeah. day I'll just wake up and throw it in, or something will happen like that. Yeah. Hey, I get hit, I got hit with the bug. It's happening to you sometime. Yeah. So, uh, John, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and uh, everywhere at John Wesselier. And if you want to watch gaming stuff, I'm at John's Nintendo Carts on Twitch and YouTube. Cool, cool. What's you, Aaron? Uh, you can find me mainly on Twitter uh, at Sage Kinkajou. Cool deal. Uh, my handle is T-C-H-A-T-E-N. You know, YouTube.com slash T-Chatter for the video version of the show. We'll be back next time for level 180. Thanks for listening or watching. Bye. Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever. Every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network. 